magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst, spiritual author and spiritual teacher. And I'm Natasha Levenger, energy healer, energy reader, and spiritual coach. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Hello. Hello and welcome, everyone. Your voice just went out a little bit, but I don't think it was probably not on my end. to anybody but me. But I have been noticing the Zoom. I, I guess a lot of people are Zooming lately. So I wonder if people experience this a lot where like somebody's a little bit behind and then I feel a little like, oh, no, they're behind, but they don't know they're behind and they don't know that I see that they're behind. So I'm reacting in a way that doesn't line up. Do you know what I mean? But I think you're also behind when they're behind. Do you? To them. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's just, I think, part of being a empath kind of person. Like, I don't want people to, or the person to, or people to think that I'm not, like, on listening to them. You or know? you just have to tell them right away. Like, I just, you just need to know you're a little bit behind in case I, yeah. like, how you want people to know what's on your mind right away. That's right. Like, I just did the second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just All like right. That. Well, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> How was the week? How was the week? Let me just. It was interesting. Oh, yeah. you, oh tell me. Say? No, no, no. <laughs> that was what? really narcissistic. How was your week? Let me tell you about mine. I wasn't really going <laughs> to say a whole thing. <laughs> well, tell let's me. talk about the cards we drew. So okay. this is the part where um, if you this is your first time listening to our podcast, welcome. And the way that we um, introduce or check in at the beginning is we talk about the cards that we drew last week for the week, the previous week. So, and how they sort of like fit with our week. What were you going to say? Well, I was just going to say, you know, if people want to let us know if it lined up with their week, I'd be really curious. Oh, yeah. Let us know on our um, Instagram or a Magic Monday podcast Facebook group. Yeah. or Or send us a, yeah, send us an email. Yeah, want to know how it's lining up for everybody. Yeah, go on. So last week, you drew two cards from oh, the Lightseer's right. Tarot. Uh-huh. The Lightseer's Tarot. Uh-huh. And it was Five of Swords reversed and Ace of Pentacles. And I drew the Glorious Success card, which is a sunflower card from my Magic of Flowers Oracle. So tell us about your week. Natasha. Oh, no, I want to know what you were going to say. Oh, about my week? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, okay. I definitely I could feel those lining up, but I also first need to talk about how <laughs> I, don't, I just feel like time is so different now like with everything that's yes. been going on, right? Like That's what I was going to say, by the way. Yeah, with cor- the quarantine and I mean just <laughs> I it, it's like it just I'm different. I feel I feel very different than I did at the beginning of this like oh, Yeah. Not in a bad way I don't know what way like it's just there's all these things that are shifting but I do feel like I mean for example there's a lot of fires here right now like we just saw Ted and I saw yet because remember how I got last week this vibe about protecting our homes yeah calling on Archangel Michael so just yesterday I saw that the fire department in our neighborhood said, you know, you should have a plan for if you have to evacuate because fires spread really quickly. And so, and, you know, make sure you're insured and, you know, get your cat carrier ready or your leashes, you know, like, and so, but that this is what's weird is I just feel like, like it's so smoky and with everything that's been going on and the way, one of the ways I'm, I have changed is like, I've just been like, "Mm, yeah, okay. Like yeah, there's there's a lot of smoke today. Oh wow! It's it's not. It's like I just feel like so. I mean, someone in the Good Vibe Tribe described it as uh, radical acceptance. Which is it? Radical acceptance? I don't know because it feels different. It feels like kind of disconnected a little bit too. Uh, from yeah. I don't know. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, and the way you just said it felt like not defensive, but like, well, here we are. This is the world. <laughs> okay. This is another thing. So it yeah, is which, kind of accept. It is acceptance. 
it does not feel bad. It's yeah. just different. Like where, you know, when the quarantine started and we were just like, this is crazy. <laughs> this can't possibly last very long because it's so, you know, and now it's been so long that I think it is just like, yeah, we don't know what's going to happen. And there are things out of our control. And it just so maybe it is radical acceptance. It's yeah, just maybe. very different. Well, you know what? This reminds me of how we were talking last week. Or was it last week or was it two weeks ago about not being codependent? And like, oh, yeah, it kind of reminds me of that, of that feeling that I that, you know, I was talking about my friend that was telling me about it. it's like that feeling of like oh yeah i just don't have to be friends with people i don't oh, want right. to be friends with and yeah. it doesn't it's just like huh like i don't have to do that you know like it's not like maybe because we as i don't know maybe it's like we got so when we're in attachment mode it feels like like it like acceptance wouldn't feel this way it would feel like more peaceful or something oh right yeah like we have this concept of it like oh i'll just drift through life with so much joy and bliss when yes. really it's just like yeah no it is like that it is like a boundary where it's yes. like i am not like that may happen and i can't control it and so if that does happen we'll we'll put we'll put solo in his carrier we'll get in our car we'll drive away like, yeah. <laughs> just like that. we'll just deal with it you know it actually yeah. it, maybe that is really what radical acceptance is yeah maybe that's the answer <laughs> to be not being codependent fully is to just like yeah like not putting a value judgment on it you know just being yeah. like like yeah i'm not a bad person because i don't want to be friends with certain people it's just like oh, that's just that's yeah. how it is yeah. yeah. And yeah, I think that we do, like, at least I do have this vision of like, letting go. And then I mean, because I do experience this in meditation. And, you know, when I'm working on letting go, like I experience this sense of like, peace, especially doing the Merkaba meditation, like peace and like, joy when I let go. But then also, there's this earthly way to do it that is very freeing. Like yeah, and it about. does feel like a protective kind of like I am protecting my energy because I'm not putting it into like, oh, what's going to happen with the fires? It's just kind of like, oh, we'll see. Yeah. Do <laughs> no you way have to like know. a little container <laughs> of all your like important files ready to well, go? Well, that's what we were just talking about that yesterday that we should get that going because I was like, I don't know, yeah. we'll just put smoke in the car. I mean, put Solo in the car and that was my cat, my old cat was yeah. in the smoke. Um. But Ted was like, well, but if we have time, we can, you know, like, think about what we really want to get if we have to leave. So we'll think about it. Yeah, like your, you know, yeah, your important papers or whatever. Yeah. I would imagine. That's one thing. And, you know, maybe my saying this, (laughs) and again, everything changes, but like the mountains that I'm in protect us from a lot. I'm surprised that you're not protected from fires. I mean, it's just very flammable where I live. The the trees are extremely flammable. It's so high, too. It's like 8,000 feet. So um, high elevations are extra dry Uh, and really dry. So uh, it's just, yeah, it's. Well, anyway, I was just going to talk about time. That's the only thing I really remember about this week is it's been hard for me to concentrate, like focus. Like I've come back to working on my YA novel as well as um, coming up with my next. I'm working on this um, class about protection and grounding. Um, But it's been really hard. Like I'm back to that initial quarantine feeling of like, I don't know what day it is, although this week did go by really quick. Like, I kept thinking yeah. it was Wednesday every day, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then it was like, it's Friday? Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's just like time is interesting. It's a yeah. crazy time to be here, and I definitely feel different in a good way, for sure, than I was when this whole thing started. I mean, right. like, I can feel old patterns just... Me too. Yeah. I feel so like my energy is so efficient. It's not leaking. Oh. You know, like that's the oh, feeling. Oh, like that's so contained, so grounded. <laughs> I yeah. definitely feel different energetically for sure. I feel like with old patterns, like that, without going into too much detail, um, 
just like really just very old patterns just are not there and i think Mm -hmm. it's because like we have extra light coming in that if you take advantage of it ask to receive it like it really is just now i think when you're doing the work it's like oh yeah you can see it you can see the results yes before it like you could see it but it was slower a lot slower yeah, and I think there are so many factors. Yeah. I mean, even just being yeah. alone so much or being in mm. the house so much is part yeah. of it, I think. Mm. Yeah. Like being out yeah. of our normal routines, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how different my life is that way. <laughs> also, oh. it's funny because one of my friends who's a real Leo was like, I was like, I really I mean, okay, I feel terrible for people who are suffering during this quarantine financially, health wise, you know, I really, that part of it, I'm so upset about. But uh, if that wasn't there, I'd be like, it feels like a snowstorm, like when you have to stay in and it's like, I enjoy that, you know, I like that. And my friend was like, oh, I hate snowstorms. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) She hates being in. So I was, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, oh, well, that's the difference. Because to me, I feel like, oh, good, we're all on board. Not with the, obviously not with people dying, but like in a snowstorm when that happens, I'm like, great, everybody's hunkered down. We're all yeah. in for like our own separate cozy party. <laughs> no, I mean, it's always been my favorite thing is like, okay, I'm going to stay home and read. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. just my favorite thing. But it also is like just not having the option of like Ted and I used to always go hiking and Uh, and we love rocky mountain national park it's so close to us but we're like you know that's a real hassle with the tourists and everything so yeah that's what i mean is it's it's really extreme even i mean i love it still but yeah yeah i mean it's a crazy time and and i'm saying all of that and yet also i'm totally feeling this wave of the energies of feeling the collective grief or the collective anxiety, that whole other level. I do think that our growth is accelerated right now, like for everybody, but then it's also hard because it's accelerated, you know, like feeling all those energies and getting tossed and turned, like, you know, like you're in a storm a little bit. It's like, okay, now the storm's okay. Oh, wait, why do I feel like this again? You know, those kind of energy shifting, that's been hard. And sometimes anger and irritation. Yes, especially right now. I I did feel that that came up for me this week. It hasn't been like at the beginning of this, I feel like I, the beginning of quarantine Mm -hmm. and, um, and also the, the protests and stuff like I felt a lot of anger. I know I talked about it on the podcast and then I haven't been. And then this week it came back somewhat. Well, Mars is doing a lot of stuff right now and it's going to be for a few months oh so it's square pluto and saturn and um i forget what else but it's doing a lot of um things so you may there may be anger and irritation happening for people okay well that's good to know yeah um okay so shall what are we doing now (laughs) um no we're gonna talk about your oh yeah okay yeah so this week's podcast is brought to you by my zoom class owning it's called owning your energy calling you back to yourself so this is kind of like a um precursor to you don't have to do this of course but it's like a precursor to this class that I'm developing now on protection and and um, boundaries and grounding and clearing um so as I if this is a one hour zoom class and it's twenty dollars and you can sign up on my site highestlighthealing.com and this is what I say on there if you this class is for you if you're wanting a quick and easy practice to feel your boundaries and feel centered you're feeling an increased amount of anxiety and having a hard time moving past it you tend to merge with other people you're maybe spacing out you're not feeling grounded you want it to feel you want to feel more connected to your heart and self love and you tend to pick up in general other people's feelings in a way you can't shake off so um so this is a one hour practice where i lead you through a meditation to create a boundary with your aura ground your energy bring in your highest information and then we do a cord cutting exercise also in the class we separate from the pandemic too so it like helps you also to know then you can apply that to other things um you know like general grief or or discord cutting from 
from larger situations that are happening. That sounds um, amazing. Yeah. So, and then we also do a heart chakra meditation at the end. So it's really helpful for times like this. Um, and like I said, it's not like a huge commitment because it's just a one hour thing and it's um but it does teach you these tools that you can use after the class and people have told me since then like they've been blowing up social media that's one thing we do in the class too um separating from social media not oh like yeah cleansing it yeah yeah like blowing up from their space is what I mean. Cleansing, yeah. Cleansing it from their space, social media in their space. I thought you they... meant, at first I thought you meant becoming very popular on social media. Oh. Like blowing up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, Everybody's I just I don't know how that's like... related, but. <laughs> <laughs> Extra bonus. Um, yeah. So, again, if you want to sign up, it's $20 and you can go to my site. It's called Owning Your Energy and it's on uh, highestlighthealing.com. That sounds great. Um, so, and that's related to our question too, that we're going to have oh, in just yeah. a moment, mm-hmm. but first yes. real quick, I yes. want to mention, yeah. head over to Instagram because until Wednesday, so, um, if you're listening to this on Monday or Tuesday, there's a giveaway that I'm doing with Nicole PR of, uh, ghost kitten art and oh. we're giving away our decks. She has two decks, Oracle decks, and I have two decks and you can, you have a chance to win any one of those four decks if you head over to my Instagram, which is Tess4444, and then it's also on Ghost Kitten Art on Instagram. At, on Instagram. That's mm-hmm. fun. I didn't know you were doing yeah. that. I love yeah. all those decks. Thanks. Um, Okie dokie. So should we go to our question? Yes. So okay. our here's our question. This is oh. from Kim. Hi, Tess and Natasha. Lately, I've been getting feelings of anxiety and sometimes panic. This is new for me the last couple of years. Sometimes it's other feelings that are out of character for me. I will then have a conversation or overhear something and realize that what I was feeling was not mine or I was having a premonition. I'm working on better energetic hygiene and a routine with ownership of my energy. Natasha loved the ownership cords in the corners of my aura, but I still seem to be needing some more reinforcement of that or something stronger. What are other things that can be done to keep my energetic boundaries in place without having to think about them all the time? Also, how can I get clarity about why I'm having these feelings at the time I'm feeling them? What is a technique that can be used to see or know what it is instead of just having to write it out and wait for some clue to show up? Thank you so much, Kim. Well, yeah, that's true. My class will be perfect for perfect. you if you want to yeah. take that. That'll give you a lot of tools. But um, so one thing I will say that I tell a lot of people to do um is imagine as far as protecting your energy in general um did she say she was calling it back to herself i don't remember but um, definitely, i think she said ownership cords okay yeah so ownership cords are great but then also making sure before you if you know that you're leaking a lot of energy as you said earlier just really calling your energy back to you saying hello to yourself from the center of your head is really good really coming making a commitment to owning your space more so and it can be very fast that's the great thing about this just calling your energy back to you is one way of really being clear okay this is how do I feel in my space okay this is where I am which by the way this is all relating to the energy report it's funny but um so that's one thing also I love just filling up with gold light because that really is like it's like the it just cleanses, light really just cleanses your space. So it clears you out of other people's, um, clears other people's energy out of your space. Um, and then as far as protection, really, um, I like to tell people to do like, imagine a solid gold, like fence all around their aura (laughs) that absorbs other people's energy and keeps your energy in. And then as often as you want, like I said before, blow it up. Like just explode it and just know that they're send their energy back to them and call your energy back to you. So you're sort of consistently clearing out your space that way and having this nice little protection around you. 
Um, and then just two more things I want to say. One, you always talk about Archangel Michael, and I think he really is a great protection. Mm-hmm. So if you want to just imagine he's with you all the time or just call him in a lot if you're feeling this happening a lot. Um, he'll help you as long as you're also, I feel, having the intention like here's my bound, saying hello to your boundaries um, just regularly. So this can be a really quick process. Hello to my aura. Hello to my boundaries. Hello to the goal of fence. Um, here I am. And, um, and one way you can tell if you've taken on other people's energy is if you feel heavy, a lot of times that if you, or I'll put it this way, if you're feeling good, say you cleared out your energy, you you know how you feel. And then all of a sudden you feel heavy. That's probably not your energy. So then you can just fill up with gold again, send it back to them. Um, But I often say that, like, if something feels heavy, it's either a lie or not your energy. So just that's a good clue to know. Like, like if you especially if you feel it out of nowhere, it's like, why do I feel like this all of a sudden? It's probably not yours. Um, And then so then just say, okay, goodbye. That's not mine. You can also send it down your grounding cord. But if it's someone else's, just say, I send it back to them and then fill up with light where wherever you let it go. I mean, I could say so many things. <laughs> this is really my thing I love talking about. <laughs> but yeah, I would alley. say, yeah, really is. Um, but that I would say is the the quickest thing. What What would you like to say about it? You know what's coming to me for you, Kim, specifically? It's interesting. Mm. Maybe, Natasha, you can let me know what you think about this. I am... Ch- tuning into um like becoming a clear channel and then not attaching mm. necessarily so learning to I, I'm seeing an amethyst so I think that mm. maybe is part of like being a channel and then allowing um what happens and flows being able to tell ne- when it's not necessarily yours and then being kind of like um neutral about it so what I mean is like I know when I do Akashic clearings for example or tune in energetically to someone I might tap into a lot of pain and like related to a certain situation and when I'm doing that consciously it's it doesn't negatively affect me I can just feel Mm -hmm. that pain and be like oh yeah there's a lot of pain connected to this but it's not like I feel like I'm gonna hold on to it or that I'm gonna take it on as my own so I feel like there's some because it seems like this is a gift that you have like this is maybe the second part of your question is that um if you can with part of your magical hygiene work not just learn how to separate it out or protect or shield yourself but also learn to discern and that to me that comes along with it also reminds me of the hollow read you know that Mm. kind of visualization of being a like a channel for wind to flow through or like a flute you know like Mm. some there's wind flowing through you but it's not you and you just kind of like let it flow so it's I feel like that's a skill that you can learn and set that intention in in, by setting the intention and asking for divine help to be able to see the difference and then open up there might also be a piece of um, conscious breathing so that even when you feel your own pain Mm -hmm. it's like there's not an attachment to it like oh there's pain and there's Mm -hmm. grief and there's anger and irritation and like when it becomes like it's just flowing through you it'll be different and then maybe it'll be easier to tell the difference too when there's not like an attachment to it or an identification with it Mm -hmm. yeah when I talk about being in the center of your head and saying hello to yourself in the center of your head that's a neutrality point so you're not in that's kind of like what you're talking about Mm -hmm. it reminds me also of this thing I learned in the school I went to for this which was called body of glass make yourself a body of glass and it just like is like a real like neutral clears everything out and it's urine neutral Right. So you're not really taking on anything. It is kind of a big ask because like when I do readings too, same with me, like I'm in neutral the whole time. I don't, <laughs> can you imagine if we took on everybody's stuff the whole time? Like, right. oh God, this is terrible. I know. You know, but we're like consciously, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> this is too much. Um, but I have to be in neutral 
Yeah, or I wouldn't be able to help anybody. So maybe this is part of the lesson. It's like, oh, how can I learn to be more um, in neutral throughout the day so that I'm not taking on everybody's stuff? Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, because when you said, how can I get clarity about why I'm having these feelings at the time I'm feeling them? I guess you're saying maybe that is, um, or what is a technique that can be used to see or know what it is instead of having to write it out? Um, So I think... Another thing that is really important is you don't have to know the why. You just have to know, oh, this doesn't feel good or this feels different and I would like to clear this out, you know, or I I need to be more neutral right now because I'm reacting. And then there's so many tools you can use, like talk self-compassion, like this is a moment of pain, maybe kind to myself, and that helps it move it out without getting into the whys. The whys kind of keep you stuck a lot of times, unless it's like real curiosity, like, oh, why is this? But if it's like, oh, no, why am I, why am I feeling this? I don't like this. That's not going to help you. Wouldn't you agree? Mm-hmm. There's or like, it's, agree? I think, yeah, there can be like a disconnection, like you're coming out of the feeling and going into intellectualizing about it, and then it kind of... It becomes like an echo chamber but if you can breathe into the feeling i'm all, another visual that may help yeah. is like the sky like clouds moving through the sky it's like you if you remember you're the sky and those clouds are just moving through they're not you yeah you know it's funny because i had an earlier um situation with my eye doctor who I felt was not very nice to me and I felt like I felt it in my heart afterwards I had to do a whole separation from her um because I really merged with her and also I think because I was judging her for being mean to me that a lot of times attracts people into your space when you're judging them so I just thought of this right now yeah especially like I mean, not to be like, I'm evolved, but the more clear you are in your space, if you get judgmental with somebody, it really, you feel it right away. Oh, and it kind of gets stuck in echo. I mean, I now that you're saying that, that I can feel that. I think I just didn't ever name it that way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that happens with you, too, because we're, yeah, not to say like, oh, I'm above, I don't judge anyone, but I don't really spend a lot of time in judgment. And so if something happens where some, like, she was, I felt really rude to me. And then I was like, well, fuck that. (laughs) Like, what? I got into it with her, energetically speaking. So then I had to do this whole separation. And I felt it in my heart. And I just, you know, separated it. um, Blew the whole thing up with I use roses. And um, I, I was saying I use roses, not anyway um and separated but if I were to get into a like why 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 do I feel this I would have been stuck in it you know I just would have been I wouldn't have been able to clear it out instead I did go to the center of my head and then I um separated it energetically but then I was also able to look at it like oh from a neutral place oh that's my inner child you know i feel really hurt. I felt neglected. I felt unheard. I felt judged. And so then uh, then I can look at that and care for myself. So it always comes back to self-compassion is always the quickest way, I think, to um, dealing with these things. And then eventually you find out the why, I think. But just as your friend, I would like to say that I don't think she should have been mean to your eye. That's why would your <laughs> eye doctor you. be mean to you? It was so weird. It was very surprising. That's the other thing I will say, too. When people get surprised by rudeness or whatever it is, that also can really get in your space because it's like a shock. You're not expecting it, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like I was not expecting to feel like I had to, like, love on my inner child extra because I went to the eye doctor, you know? Um, Yeah. So, anyway, I hope that wasn't too much rambling. I hope that helped. Yeah, I think it was good. Okay. So now, um, would you like to read that review? Oh, yeah. So if everyone, um, if everyone, sure, if everyone could leave us a review, we'd Every really appreciate it. Every person listening. <laughs> Stop what you're doing. <laughs> if you could all um, do this. Yeah. 
We really appreciate your reviews everywhere on Apple Podcasts are great, but anywhere you listen, it really helps our, um, I guess now Spotify is doing a thing too. So if you listen on Spotify, basically the way they monitor it or whatever, it helps people find us um, more easily. So um, if you could leave us a review, we'd really appreciate it. And we appreciate everyone who's already left reviews. And now I will read, we're going to read them if that's yeah we we just are um because we appreciate it so much <laughs> so this one this choice i've already <laughs> it's too late <laughs> um we can't go back um okay so this is from chevette lost who said a magical start to the week love this podcast these ladies and their light healing energies and their funny banter thanks for bringing magic to the start of every week so thank you so much and yeah we appreciate thank it thank you all right are we going to do energy? my part now? Yeah. Yes. I, it's like we just started this even though we've been doing it for over a year. This is what the <laughs> pandemic is doing to me. I do feel very brain foggy. Like, what's now? What? Tell me. Oh, where yeah. Go. I just... saw I recently this um, author that I follow on Twitter, um, Durgadas Alanduriel, he posted that this is like Mercury retrograde, like the brain fog, the quarantine brain fog yes. is just like a one long Mercury retrograde, which is yes. true. It's like, I feel like I have to double check everything and just be like, no, yeah. really, let me really focus right now. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was saying before. Like some weeks I don't feel this way, but this week it was like, oh, here we go again. Anyway, it's time for the energy report. So um, I asked my guides this week for um, some thoughts about what we should, what I should give as far as direction went this week. Oh, the energy report is the energy trend that I see, um, that I saw from the clients that came to me and in, my, and in myself as well. And I also take in a little astrology as well. Um but basically, it's kind of, it's still the same sort of message, but even stronger, which is getting our information from ourselves and also really trusting ourselves more and more, our power, like really understanding how powerful we are. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah you feel that too? Well, yeah. This is what I just made a video about. Oh, you did? Wait, the yeah. protection one? Yeah, oh, like really like okay. trusting yourself. I mean, that was a big part of it. Like oh, protecting yeah. your energy is like really trusting yourself and that you have the power. Sorry yes. to interrupt, but oh, yeah, no, it's like no. I've really been tuning into this. Yeah, well, my as my guide showed me, it's like they showed me humanity and I actually sent out a newsletter about this too, but they showed me humanity like as each person almost like as gold statues, each receiving their own downloads. Like that this is what, we're here to be doing right now is growing this resilience and this faith in our own power so that then we can spread it out to everybody so that then we can work together to create more and more and more light. But if we're giving up our power is something that they showed me, we can't, if we're not trusting ourselves, it's like we, we diffuse our power, right? So we, and then we can't be as effective. Yeah. Um, but it's really like, like enough fucking around. <laughs> it's time to really own yourself, own your power. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm not just saying that to sell my class. <laughs> I'm not saying to sell my what? I, I, to sell my class because my class is called oh. Owning Your Energy. Oh, I yeah. just realized as I said that it's the same thing. Um, but yeah, for real, it's like really about this. Um, not not playing around with uh, doubting yourself anymore. Yeah. And one thing, and I also posted about this on Instagram, was I had this thought of like, what if this idea of making yourself wrong was just off the table? Like if you were having an issue, um, let's just use my eye doctor example. I have, I, let's just say I felt bad because like, Let's say I blame myself. I didn't in this case, but there would have been a time where I would have been like, oh, God, why is she treating me like this? Or I feel, you know, beat up or whatever it is. Um, it, and I start to blame myself. Let's just take that off the table. No, that's not even an option. No, I am not less than. It's not even, you know, part of the equation. So then what do I do? If that's not, if I'm not going to go into a, like, I feel bad now, 
about, you know, beating myself up, then instead, I'm going to turn to self-compassion. It's just, oh, this was a moment of suffering. May I be kind to myself. And these little self-compassion is what's going to help grow your power, grow your trust in yourself that you are powerful. Even if you did something, let's say I did something wrong. Let's say I, um, I was the one who was rude to the doctor. Um, and then I realized it later. Even then, it wouldn't be about that I'm less than or that there's something wrong with me. It would be, oh, what is this need that wasn't met? And how can I, you know, forgive myself and love myself and then, you know, do whatever I have to do to make it up to, <laughs> to her? Um, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, even, I'm not saying don't take responsibility for your actions if you're not, if you are doing things that you don't want to be doing, but just turning then to... How do you get back on track with self-compassion? You know, being kind to yourself, um, owning, owning responsibility is another way of owning your power. You know, spending time berating yourself is just leaking power all over the place. Yeah. So um, I thought of two things, really. And one I was thinking what people could do was... Use a stone, like if you have a crystal or just any stone you really like, and infuse that stone with the knowledge that you're powerful. So just hold it. Maybe you can meditate with it and have the intention to infuse it with like, with the knowledge that you are powerful, you're safe, you're strong, you are, your essence is part of the divine, just like all of us. And then keep that stone with you all week. And whenever you're feeling, um, you know, if you're feeling down or you're feeling however you're feeling, just touch it as a reminder of your power. Because I think it's really important to have just to keep coming back that we're just trained with our with our minds to not understand how powerful we are. And so yeah, and to not trust ourselves. Yes. Yeah. To not trust so ourselves. Just, and then we have so many messages, cultural messages too about yeah. I mean so many it's so toxic yes. that yes, take us exactly. out of our body tell us our bodies are wrong tell us our and any number of things about us are wrong so that we you yeah. know will buy a product usually is why we get those messages <laughs> yeah. but we ha- that's why we from, have to yeah. deprogram our, that yeah. and and consciously shift into no I do know like I what how to solve this problem how to take care of my energy what to do next like I do have yes. that access yes Yes. and we can look to other people you know to say like oh what does this person think but then we can come back to well how do I feel about that does that did that help me because you know we are we can live as a village we're not alone even though it feels like we're alone especially in quarantine we do have resources we do have um people and think meditations and things we can turn to but then just realizing this is just helping you open up to more of your power it's not giving power away to like oh this person's more powerful than me because they knew this and I didn't Mm -hmm. it's like oh good now I have this information too and does this resonate oh it doesn't okay I'm gonna let it go oh it does good then I have more access to my Mm -hmm. own power and yeah. yeah, Tara Brock calls it the trance of unworthiness when we're in this oh. trance. Isn't that a good way to put it? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And her whole thing is meditation and, you know, coming back to the breath and just noticing those thoughts um, the, so that you're not in the, that trance of unworthiness and that you understand deeply that you're worthy. So I would, I think that's a, you know, that's one thing is to just have that rock or stone to remind you, oh, every time you touch it, you know how powerful you are, you feel that. And then also just breathing into the heart because the heart, again, is where we're going to have access to our power. So you Mm -hmm. can do a thing where it's like breathing in, gratitude, breathing out, saying yes to yourself, saying yes to your body, saying yes to your spirit, saying yes to your worthiness, breathing in, gratitude, breathing out, self-love. And yeah, and bring in light into the heart because the more we can, this light is really helpful right now. So yeah, bringing more and more light into the heart. Mm -hmm. I I love it. Great. <laughs> okay. So oh, yeah. Is it time? Oh, yeah. Time it is the time. Oh, okay. It's the time. <laughs> so now it's time for 
practical magic. Okay, so this week, here's my calendar down on the floor. It's the <laughs> Leo new moon on Tuesday, tomorrow. Oh, yeah. And then um, on Saturday, the sun moves into Virgo, Virgo season. Yay. And I'm a Virgo. And yes. um, But we have a lot of things moving into Virgo. So we have um, the moon is moving into Virgo Wednesday and Mercury enters Virgo Wednesday. So we're going to have the moon, the sun, and Mercury all entering Virgo within the space of a few days this week. Mm. So I tuned in for Practical Magic and... What I got was that um, this week there's going to be an energy shift. Mm. And what we can think about with working with this energy shift that is really Virgo powered is to create freedom. This came through really clearly create freedom through order and harmony. So, um, so magically with, you know, when you work your practical magic this week, that could look a lot of ways. Think of that intention to create freedom through order and harmony. So, I mean, cleaning, cleansing, these are classic Virgo things, um, clearing clutter, clearing digital clutter, because this Mercury in Virgo, Virgo is ruled by Mercury and it's like they kind of work, they play really well together. Would you mm. agree with that, Natasha? Like that? Yes, I your... would. I know that Mercury's in Leo on the new moon. So it yeah. goes into Virgo after that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right okay. after that. Yeah. And um, yeah, so it's like it helps us to, you know, maybe part of this shift, I think it remains to be seen, but part of the shift, I think, will be greater clarity, like maybe mm -hmm. moving out somewhat from the brain fog, it seems yeah, like. So, nice. um, oh, yeah. And so creating that freedom through order and harmony is also going to be about um, creating space for starting what you want to start. Like I'm seeing people who have been wanting to start books actually starting mm. writing the book. You know what I mean? Mm. Like that's the kind of freedom yeah. that we're creating is like in the past, if you've had this goal, it may be, I mean, books seem really related to Virgo and Mercury because it's so word oriented, but it could mm. be another detail oriented project that you've been wanting to start. But it's that's a freedom to be like, oh, I'd really love to do this. Wouldn't that be so great if I could do this? And then to finally be like, now I'm doing it. You know, that mm. is a sense of freedom and expansion. And it's yeah. also that earthy because Virgo is ruled by Mercury, which is not mm -hmm. it's more like mental and airy, but it is an earth sign. So, you know, coming into the physical worlds, you could work with crystals this week. Like Natasha was saying, you could empower a crystal for mm -hmm. your personal power, for your goals, for moving forward on your goals. Um, you could walk barefoot outside while contemplating that intention, creating freedom through order and harmony. It kind of just feels like things are going to naturally like you when you set that intention, when you meditate with that, when you breathe with that, then I think you will have ideas for how you want that to look mm -hmm. and let that uh, that current of energy naturally fuel your enthusiasm for doing that stuff. It's funny because I've been really into clutter clearing this whole Leo season. And then I remembered that Leo is in my sixth house of which is the Virgo house, which is the oh the, the house ruled by Virgo. So I was like, oh. I if oh, interesting. So the, what is the sixth house? I'm it's still learning like, about the house system. Well, I am too. Um, but it's like, um, you know, organization. It's basically everything Virgo related. Um, oh, so the sun was I'm like activating that well. for you. Yes, exactly. Because it was in Leo. Um, it's, oh, right. It's health, wellness, and daily routines. It's your daily oh, routines. Oh, yeah. But, and, um, yeah, including odd jobs. Um, yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's so then, why. Yeah. So after the moon is in Virgo, I mean, as it always does after it's in Virgo, it moves into Libra, which also mm -hmm. after Virgo season, after the sun's in Virgo, it moves into Libra. And I love that order because Virgo, I feel like Virgo actively establishes order and then Libra is like going into the balance and the harmony of being within that order. 
Mm. You know, like taking joy in the beauty of that order. So that's where we'll move after the moon is in Virgo. We'll still be in that time when it will feel good to create order and harmony. Well, great. Yeah, I've really still been in that mode, so I like that practical magic advice. Yeah, it'll maybe it'll be a nice segue for you. Mm-hmm. Um, Go into right. the deeper details of creating order and harmony. What? Well, the like the since you've already magic. been cleaning. Oh yeah, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean. I then it. maybe I'll be like, mm-hmm. ooh, what else can I bring <laughs> order to? I feel like um, both of us are in a similar. Um, train today just like what do you what do you mean <laughs> like we're go- like we're riffing like a on lot the energy on... no just it feels like the energy's like like wavy as about like yeah sometimes i, I feel, feel like that. you're more like like you're more pointed in a good way mm. not like mean way but like your energy's like okay this this that like you're a virgo very Virgo, mm-hmm. and I'm airy, yeah. and now I feel like we're both kind of watery, more watery today. I Yeah, I could feel that. All right. Should we go to our housekeeping? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Why don't you start today? Okay. So you can find me at TessWhitehurst.com. That is um, where you can find a lot of free spells and rituals and guided meditations. Sign up for my newsletter. And um, you can find me on Instagram at Tess4444, which is where you can enter the contest to win either of my Oracle decks or Nicole PR's Oracle decks. Um, You can find me on Facebook at Tess Whitehurst Author, on Twitter at Tess Whitehurst, and on YouTube at Tess Whitehurst. And where can we find you, Natasha? Find me at highestlighthealing.com where you can, if you sign up for my newsletter, um, you get meditations and that's where you can also find my various classes and uh, on Instagram at highestlighthealing. Um, and you can find us at Magic Monday Podcast on Instagram, Magic Monday Pod on Facebook, Magic Monday Podcast Listeners is a fun little group. And did I say it all? Oh, you can ask us a question. Oh, we forgot to mention our voicemail. Oh, yeah, we have a voicemail. Yeah, to ask us a question at 828-333-7181. And it makes me feel like a real radio show host, so I really love it when people call in. 828-333-7181. Did you like that voiceover voice? I loved it. That was beautiful. Okay, great. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and you can ask a, ask us a question on the um, website, Magic Monday Podcast. All right. So shall we do our um, card for the week? Yeah. What are you drawing from? Well, I'm drawing from the Sacred Rebels Oracle because I left it in here and I forgot to get any other one. But also I like it. Um, by Alana Fairchild. Okay. And I picked. And I am dr- oh, yeah. Oh, yes. No. No, no, no. You go. Oh, which- I just was saying I'm drawing from Spirit Cats by Nicole PR, which we are giving oh. away on Instagram this week. That's fun. I love that deck. Um, so okay. I picked Restore and Replenish, which I'm really relating to at this moment. Okay. So it says you're in need of something so much deeper than rest. <laughs> You need restoration, replenishment, and revival. This will not necessarily come from lying about somewhere, taking a moment out of your day or evening activities. You're more likely to gain what you need by breaking with your routine completely and doing something different. You need, it's interesting because the picture here is of someone just in the fetal position in the middle of the... Oh, but um, she's saying do something different? Yeah, she's saying oh. do something different. She's saying you can return to your regular routine in time if it feels good for you. However, now is the time to move without pushing yourself beyond what is known, comfortable, and familiar. This oracle also comes as a message from the great loving guardian, which is life itself. You've already been working so hard and have accomplished so much already. However, you often sell your accomplishments short and focus on how much more is yet to be done. Life is telling you it's time to put down the paintbrush, the pen, the endless lists, and the thinking mind and get into your body. That's funny. I was going to say that too. I forgot to mention the body. And that actually makes a lot of sense because there's a lot of Mars stuff happening right now. 
astrologically and it's really good to get in the body and work some of this out whatever energy it is through the body um, and all the so Virgo energy the earth sign yeah yeah um Oh, I'll just read real quick the healing process it says. Imagine you're floating in an ocean that has colors of turquoise to deep green and darkest, deepest blue. Notice what colors feel good. Enter and remain in that space as long as you like. Um, the water might be warm and sparkling, shallow and heated by the sun, or cool, deep and mysterious. Allow it to be whatever feels good for you. When you're ready, open your eyes and break that routine of yours. You will have completed your healing process. You know, right. that goes along with that energy shift. I feel like it's like we are creating space for something new. And even like the fetal position, because the picture, it is like a person being a seed that's getting ready to yeah. sprout into something new, which is that to me, that's how it feels. Yes, I kept seeing seeds. And in my readings this week, I kept seeing plants like, yeah, seeds being planted and plants being watered. And yeah, yeah. Okay, so I drew imagination. It mm. says, meet Zed. He might not look like your ordinary house cat. There are these really pretty paintings of cats that she puts on the cards. He might not look like your ordinary house cat, but in fact, he is one. He doesn't come from outer space or from a far-off land. He lives just around the corner. He is the maker of his own kittyverse. He is constantly recreating himself to mirror the infinite possibilities of his imagination. Today, he's purple and green, but tomorrow he might be made of flowers, and the next day he might have stars for eyes. We are all in a constant state of becoming. We don't need to always stick with the familiar A, B, and C. Sometimes we can reach for Z. That's funny. That's a lot like the other one. The energy shift. And it's also like becoming. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also how I said, like, I feel like this creating the freedom with order and harmony is going to send us into this space where creating is like really bringing something into form that we want to bring into form is going to be feel more natural mm, i hope so. it's like because... we're like it's oh what do you hope oh i was just gonna say because i'm writing my novel so i hope it feels more like oh good this is flowing not that it's not flowing but it's just like i've been so distracted it's hard to focus so yeah, I It'll feel like the good. energy shift, I had a vision of it being like us um, fertilizing the soil, like getting the soil cleared and fertile, like that's mm. that creating freedom through order and harmony kind of, and then moving forward and creating also in this moon cycle. Yeah. All right. Well, let us know if you are creating something, if that happens, let us know. I want to know what yeah. people are creating. All right. Have yeah, a great a week, line. everyone. Thanks for listening. It does not feel bad. It's just different.